0: Welcome to the last episode of the Panhandle Primate Podcast. Um, Shannon and I were just sitting here, and she was talking a whole bunch of shit. Because <clears throat> we're kind of in a transition period right now. We the, po- the Panhandle Primate Podcast has been going for how many years now? Do you remember?
1: I don't remember. So, I mean... <laughs>
0: Was Did you around, have it
1: when we had the old house?
0: Yeah, it was around when Emmett was born.
1: Oh yeah. So I mean about
0: three and a half, four years ago. Probably four years because he's about four and a half now.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh my first guest was Aaron Holland. And it, during that I remember talking about Emmett, um you know, as a little bitty baby. So and he was giving us trouble. Which, in perspective to the amount of trouble Callahan has caused us, um, it's very different, very relative. Um, And the podcast has been a very fun experience. It's been very trying in a lot of ways. Uh, I originally started it as a way of highlighting individuals in the community that should have their own podcast. Now, granted, podcasting is a very different thing now than it was then. I mean, it's almost ubiquitous now, would you say?
1: Yes. A lot of people have podcasts.
0: A lot of people have podcasts. Uh, Amarillo has a lot of podcasts now uh, compared to then. Uh, I believe... Uh, Jason Boyette, who has the Hey Amarella podcast, said that when he started his podcast, I was one of the first ones that, you know, whenever he was like doing market research, uh, he came across my podcast, which was an interesting thing for me at the time because I wasn't necessarily, I've never been very, um, what would the term be, uh, systematic in my approach to podcasting hmm. or anything disciplined Is disciplined uh very intentional Int- maybe
1: yes i think that's a good word
0: my whole point was starting a podcast was to show that everybody should have their own podcast you know that it was almost more of an experiment and luckily i had you shannon my wife This is a very informal podcast, by the way. The last episode of the Panhandle Primate podcast should not deviate from what the Hell Primate podcast has been up to this point, which is winging it, shooting from the hip.
1: Wait, you're saying that's what you have been
0: doing? That's what I have been doing.
1: Yes, that's what you have been doing.
0: So, um... You can rotate it. Oh, it's fine. So you can like rotate it and then turn it in different directions. Yes. So we're also playing with new equipment. I've just bought a new Zoom recorder, which has the option of doing multiple mics, which is why the sound, I feel like, already sounds way better. And I guess this is partially... um, It's 10.03 at night. We just finished watching... WandaVision, the boys are in bed, our baby boys are in bed, and Shannon was calling me out rightfully so that we've just spent all this new money on all this new equipment, and we have yet to record a podcast on it. You're shaking your head. People can't see you <laughs> shaking your head. You have to speak. Well, I want to come a podcast.
1: across as a nice person, so I don't. You can be say mean.
0: This much. is the last podcast. Probably nobody's ever going to listen to this.
1: That's very true.
0: It's very true.
1: No, we were sitting here watching TV. You turn to me and you say, "Oh, what?" Well, I forgot exactly what you said. Like, "Oh, I can't wait to do the podcast about this." And it's like, "Well, okay, at this right." The episode
0: we were talking about. I we have two uh, two. Ideas. We're wanting to start the new podcast, which for all the people listening to this, uh, hopefully you hop over and find it. We're gonna call it the the D program. Um, that's gonna be the name of the new podcast and the new. I guess can you call it a platform if it's just a website? Sure. Okay, the new platform that we're gonna be operating off of. I'm going to let the pain hell primate dot squarespace dot (laughs) com website go and I'm going to start a new website where I'm going to host a new podcast. We were also talking about having a secondary podcast where we talk about shows, TV shows and analyze. I guess it would just be mostly like Netflix streaming shows.
1: Yeah, we just like to watch TV shows and we like to really analyze the TV shows.
0: And we don't ever watch more than one show at a time so
1: yeah we like to really dive into one show
0: i think you need to turn that mic a little bit more towards your face better i think that's better okay yeah cool the whole point of this better equipment is so that we sound better and then you're like not even taking it serious
1: i am taking it serious. are you
0: (laughs) (laughs) i've asked you multiple times to adjust your mic properly I, i have i bought just for people who are listening which y'all all are. Nobody's Look, watching it. It keeps
1: falling back down.
0: I know. That's why I said you have to turn you have to turn this. You have to reorient this mm-hmm. to where then you can like see like see how I have it sideways. Are you gonna
1: edit all this out?
0: No, I'm not gonna edit anything. <laughs> In Drew Panel Primate Podcast format. See and you gotta adjust it up. I did. I asked you before we started the podcast if you were ready and you Uh, we're good for anybody who can't (laughs) everybody who can't see this i'm good i will hold it. i bought these new boom stands we've got individual mics we've each got our own headsets which is a huge change from what we were operating off or what i i say we shannon's a newcomer to the panel private podcast Uh,
1: i have recorded two episodes that have not ever been aired
0: this is the problem whenever i first started the podcast I did not care about the quality of the podcast that I was putting out. It was more an exercise in accomplishment and less of quality. Did you succeed? In some ways. I in and, and oddly, recently I've been getting more comments on the podcast. Wouldn't you say? I you haven't been there for a couple of them, but I've had several people ask me. And talk to me about the podcast and say, "Hey, when are you putting out new episodes?" There was a huge hiatus because of paramedic school and just general. You should not have to hold it. It's not that big deal. That's what I'm saying. It. We we put that level, put that that part. Yeah, that bar level. Anyway, so it was difficult for me to convince. It's still dropping. You didn't tighten it enough. It was difficult for me. Well, not really difficult. Shannon has always been fairly supportive in my pursuit of the podcast. But I convinced her to let me drop 400 bones on some new equipment.
1: And I don't like to spend money. No,
0: we don't like to spend money. I
1: think that says something. I don't...
0: I'm more of an impulse buyer. I like to impulsively buy things. Um,
1: And I don't. But... And
0: Shannon does not. But it was worth the investment, am I right? Sure. I mean, we're like eight minutes into this thing, and I already feel like it's way yeah, worth it. Let's investment. get
1: back to the point.
0: What is the point?
1: So the point is <laughs> that this is the goodbye to the Panhandle Primate Podcast.
0: This is the goodbye. It's like uh, it does not die with a with a bombardment with uh, fireworks. It dies with a whimper, right? Ten o'clock at night.
1: Sure. So let's. We never even finished that. Why is it 10 o'clock at night and we're recording? Okay,
0: yes. So, Shannon was on me, as she should be, about the fact that we bought this equipment. It's been sitting for about a week, which is not that long, considering. No. And we and we. and I actually have a, an episode. I would actually probably say it's going to extend into a couple of episodes that I've already have planned out for the for the D program, uh, concept-wise, but we haven't recorded it. And the reason we haven't recorded it, there are reasons. We've been busy. I've been busy. What?
1: We have been busy. I get that. We
0: have children. But
1: I've also been on two previous episodes that never made it out, in the meantime. And we've bought this equipment, and I just happen to know you and how you operate which is not in a disciplined manner. You
0: should not have to hold this.
1: It's fine. It keeps falling.
0: I'm, well, that's why I said turn. Turn the, the, the beam. See, and then you got to tighten I, that. I, I did. Did you? I did. Okay. Maybe
1: your $400 equipment wasn't as good as you think it is.
0: Maybe yeah. I asked you to set up your equipment <laughs> and you did not do did, it. Here, okay, here, you talk for a second. I'm going to go adjust your equipment. Here, you know, you talk for a second about the... What has the Panhandle Primate podcast meant to you, Shannon?
1: (laughs) I do think it has been a good learning experiment for you. I think it started out as a fun hobby, which was cool. Nothing wrong with that. You have met a lot of people. You've gotten have. Hello, hello. a lot of good conversations with people, you've gotten to do some cool things because you had a podcast, and that's all really neat. And I think that the show started out well. It started out how it should have started out, because you don't really know things until you know things. So you started it out, you took the first step, recorded some really great episodes, and then I think you reached a point where you had to realize if it was still a hobby or if you wanted to make it more than a hobby or kind of just do more with it than you were currently doing. And I think you decided that you did want to kind of do more with it. And I got frustrated because I never... That never happened. And I want people to realize that, again, I'm not a mean person. I get frustrated with Dexter because I know that Dexter is... Hmm. How would I describe you? (laughs) I believe in Dexter, and I think he has great potential to do a lot of great things. So, I would like... I would like to see Dexter succeed. That is what I want.
0: So, all that to say, we've been, as people who have listened... what did
1: the show mean to me? Is that what you were asking? Well, that's what I was
0: asking, (laughs) but that's not what you were going for.
1: Yeah, I forgot. Sorry.
0: But, what I was going to say is, we have... um, we were working through different conceptual ideas to take the show. As people who have listened to the last couple of episodes, the couple of episodes that did not have not been released. Um, apologies to the guests that were on those episodes. We're gonna. I try accept
1: that. your apology.
0: Yeah, there was other guests as well, <laughs> but part of the problem was we were work. We were trying to retrofit. Um, something that we had or something that we I had started to a direction that we were starting to see and it's difficult to retrofit an idea I believe um, whenever you're exploring new concepts and that's what I feel like we were doing
1: yeah I think the pain Animal primate show was largely interview based where you interviewed guests um and you just kind of had discussions with them, but largely based on question answer types of conversations, which was fine like that's not a bad style, but I do think we've realized that that's not exactly the style that you want to have or I think should have necessarily, just for your personality type and whatnot so now it's a it took some time to figure out what what else is there,
0: you know what direction should we should and I think that's the difference too. Is it? It went from me to we. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. I mean, think there, was, so. there was there was. I was
1: no. There was no me in the in the beginning.
0: In the beginning, it was, in some ways, a battle between us. Would you not? Would you disagree with that?
1: I think that's a bit of an overstatement. Dramatic? Yes. Um, the problem has always just been scheduling, and. We don't have a very big house, so anytime a podcast is being recorded, everyone else in the house has to be very, very quiet.
0: Or absent.
1: Or out of the house, so that's even better. However, when it's me, and at the time we had a, you know, one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old, that's just really hard to always make happen.
0: Oh yeah, almost impossible. so
1: that would say that's where the battle
0: would and that's why the the new podcast has not yet recorded an episode is because from uh normal work to part-time work to you working on your graduate stuff to just children in general it's very difficult to align I guess, schedules with babysitters and then have the house empty to yeah, where we can and record.
1: Yeah, so it's hard to have guests on. That is one of the reasons that the interview approach just isn't working is because you can't sit and schedule out guests. It's just not where you're at at the moment. It's just really hard to schedule other people. So, like, right now we're doing it 10 o'clock at night because our kids are asleep. And so that might be when we're recording podcasts.
0: Right. Right.
1: So having to find a new schedule or a new format that fits our schedule.
0: Right. And I think also our concepts. Because uh, although I do love Amarillo and I love the people in Amarillo and I actually have really enjoyed meeting people, like having a podcast has been an awesome way to meet people. Because then I can say, hey, would you like to come on my podcast and that was actually like, a.k.a. have a two-hour conversation about wherever the hell it goes.
1: It was always way more than two hours.
0: Well, between, it, there's, there's an aspect of smoozing that goes in. You gotta have them in, offer them some beverages, break the ice a little bit, get them softened up. I always had technical difficulties. Uh, leading up. this would, I would say, has been the least amount of technical difficulties.
1: I'm I've impressed.
0: Had, you know, right? Uh, so the the $400 has already been well spent. <laughs> I would say
1: already. Wow. Yeah. We'll see.
0: 16 minutes in, and it's already paid for itself. But with the last episode of the Painting on Primate Podcast, um, but I would I would say it's almost a little bittersweet for me because. So much of the development of this show was uh, abstract. It was of this show of the new of, format or no, of the out no, primate. primate show. It was kind of like almost intentionally ambiguous, and it was interview based because I was trying to have conversations with interesting people that I found, uh, which. In that format, I never saw myself as the interesting person.
1: Yeah, I think the struggle was that, not in a bad way, you were just starting out, but you didn't quite know what you wanted to do. Because you had Pain Handle Primate, which, again, is a cool name, but it didn't quite fit what you were doing, necessarily. Yeah. Interviewing people. And I think in the interviews, you did want to have deep, interesting conversations, But sometimes just the format of question answer didn't allow for that. Yeah. And then you never really got to just talk and take over the show because then that almost seemed rude to a guest for you to bring them on and just to talk the entire time. Right. But I think that you have interesting things to say.
0: And the rambles, which I was doing, which were just me sitting with the mic and talking they were hits with certain aspects of if i could even go out on a limb and say fan base which I w-
1: <laughs> do you have a fan I base i wouldn't
0: say it was a fan base by any means but maybe just people who were enduring the episodes to try to support me
1: which those are really
0: nice people they were they were the but they were they would always kind of say like man it was missing an aspect and i think myself Uh, By myself It's almost like um, How can I explain it
1: Too random
0: Too random Too
1: unfocused Scattered And and, and, All over the place
0: and, And Okay, you don't. You're trying to make these people think you're not mean, and you're coming off very rude. Sorry, sorry. It is ten o'clock at night. It is. 10 o'clock I at am night. sleepy. And we did. And I asked you. I said, "Are you ready for oh, a podcast?" I and am ready. Like, I'm ready. I
1: am not going to be the one holding us back. Ooh, I am ouch. ready.
0: Ouch. Um, <laughs> but all that to say, I think the rambles, the rambles were a good start. Well, and, and I think I think actually was on the right track with yeah. the ramble but the problem was I do way better when I'm talking at somebody versus just speaking to myself. Yeah. And so I like to have uh somebody almost as opposition. Like I
1: Well that's how conversation is anyways. It's like if you want a conversation to progress you have to have two people giving input, debating, discussing something. Right. right. Just you by yourself is just rambling, which is fine. But yeah, I think you could do more with a conversation.
0: 100%. And I agree with that. And uh, it's the cool thing about what I was doing, or what I have done, I should say, since we're closing the book, we're ending the. Ending the end.
1: Ending the end.
0: Um, what I think was fun about it, and what was cool was that I was going out on a limb, you know, yeah, a very weak, thin limb <laughs> that was likely going to snap.
1: The podcast? You can read the podcast too.
0: No, I was saying my rambles, oh, okay. but also okay. yes, just the podcast in general. I mean, I don't think I went in necessarily set up for success.
1: No, I think you went in just as this sounds like fun. I am going to do it, and you have had a lot of good feedback, like a lot of good support.
0: Right. So and it should I, be a very encouraging and I did step have fun. to the next I did have fun, journey. I would yeah. say. You know, And I had some great guests. I think one of the things I'm really proud of, which I don't know with the new website, if I'm going to be able to keep the episodes up hmm. of the old. I'll have them on my computer. They'll be saved. And maybe someday I'll, whenever I'm rich and famous, I'll do a retroactive release. But the guest that I did have on, I feel like did take a good snapshot of a time and a space.
1: Yeah, that's a good way to put it.
0: You know, Amarillo, Um, these people had to endure me, you know, to a certain degree. And I think that that... Uh, is reflected in the conversations we had. Some of them are super long-winded, and probably 90% of them are bad. But I think every single episode, granted, highlighted a guest that should be highlighted, that should have been highlighted, and also highlighted within it gems that maybe... My whole goal with the concept of Panel Primate was to have a digital record that a digital archaeologist in the future could go back and mine. You know? To well, have then a, I think you succeeded. I think I succeeded in that. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say now, maybe we should shift to what's the new format?
0: Well, the new format. Or I are think, you
1: saving that for the next episode?
0: The first episode? Yes. Not the next episode. This is the, the fir- last episode.
1: The first episode.
0: The first episode. Maybe. Um... I do think I'm going to do an intro to that new s- format, new set on the the next the new episode. But I will say a little bit about it here just in case people hear this and they want to jump over to that one. Uh it's going to be how would you describe it? What you've like heard, the format? Ta- yeah, you've heard me talk about what it well, is. Well, I
1: think to be Hmm.
0: I'm going to go get a splash more wine. You keep talking. <laughs> I can okay. hear you.
1: Okay, cool. I think, for me, the biggest change is that Dexter is kind of coming from, or moving from, the interviewer seat to now being in the spotlight of the show. I think in the beginning, as he was saying, Panhandle Primate was a bit ambiguous, and he was not the focus, and it tried to focus on other guests, which I think he succeeded But now I think he's at a place where he's ready to kind of talk and let his ideas be the center of the show. And so it's a cool transformation to watch him go from um, the host, in a way, like I said, the interviewer, to now the guest, the spotlight, to let him kind of talk and let Let his ideas and his thoughts and conversations be the highlight of the show. There doesn't always need to be someone else to highlight Dexter's own ideas will be the show.
0: And don't let that fool you or uh, scare you off because we will still have guests. Yeah, we will have, but not
1: in the same just question-answer format.
0: Maybe sometimes, though.
1: Maybe. Yeah, that's true.
0: Because I do think, like, for instance, uh, (laughs) a episode... Of the panel on Primate podcast that I recorded that's not going to air is Andrew Monroe, who has written several books. Uh, Ooh, I'm not going to be able to remember. um, Google. Google it. I'll look it up. What, his books? It's pebble A Leaf and Pebble. A leaf and pebble. I was thinking a pebble and a stone and I was like, A pebble is a stone So <laughs> I knew I was off, but You're a terrible pebble, host. And then, That's
1: why you can't have guests I on. know
0: sometimes. But then he also just released <laughs> Dead by Tomorrow as his newest release. He has a co author on that, and they also have a podcast by the same name. He was a great guest.
1: Yeah, no, I thought it was a really good podcast. I actually really
0: did. It was in the editing process that I realized um, that I was the one that was sc- that screwed that episode up.
1: <laughs> I don't think screwed it up. No, I, I think wouldn't
0: say screwed it up. I would just say We just
1: maybe weren't on the same
0: page. We weren't on the same page. It was... Which
1: is a learning process. It was...
0: Uh, I wasn't on the same page. Let's see. How should we say that probably?
1: Well, I think sometimes, and maybe this is just my perception, I think sometimes when you invite a guest to come onto the show, especially one who has a book coming out, the thought is that you're going to be interviewing that guest because they are promoting something, right? And so that's kind of what I was thinking going into it. And it's just fascinating. Like he wrote a book. He wrote two books. Two books. That's really cool. I've always found the idea of writing a book very daunting. So I was interested to sit and talk about his writing and just that aspect of it. And actually talking about his book and his thoughts but we were behind also it, and trying
0: to go in a different direction where we're like bringing in um, segments. And so in my mind, I was thinking, have Andrew on, do a quick intro, and then go into these segments. and And I had designed the questions to fit Andrew, so it was going to be segments based off of something that I felt like Andrew would be able to engage with.
1: Yeah, so I think it was, which I think is good. I I don't think that's a bad idea. I think we just were, we did not communicate, and we're not on the same page. I
0: might not have been completely on, on the right page there. And I think it was hard, because whenever I was listening back to that episode to edit it, I was deleting, like, 20-minute segments. Like Well,
1: chunks and again, it. I think this is, again, why we decided to move... The show to being more focused around your own ideas because I think that's just a good indicator, right? If you're having to edit you talking for 20 minutes out multiple times, maybe you have something to say.
0: Well, I don't act the, the hard thing was I was off that day. I actually genuinely feel like I was off, um, and it was one of those things where it was actually super disheartening. I actually thought that maybe like there was a little bit of time especially when I was editing that episode where I was like man I'm out I'm podcasting I'm done I'd had a former pod <clears throat> I'd had a former podcast guest who had had a, for- a podcast I don't think we talked about it on air so I'm not going to say his name but after the episode I recorded with him we were talking and he said he was like yeah you know he, he told me about this whole podcast that he had had and I almost had like a flash in my head where I saw myself 10 years later saying oh yeah I used to have a podcast you know <laughs> And like in that moment I like saw the demise <laughs> and and then whenever I was editing that episode I had another flash the same flash of the demise and it was like man maybe I'm not cut out for this maybe it's Maybe I've missed the boat or something like that. And then we continued to talk. And we had the idea to start a new podcast.
1: What I kind of think, if you're going to do it, you know, a podcast or whatever it else is, it is in life, do it full out. That way, if you do decide to walk away, at least you know that you put yourself out there. And if it did not work out, at least you know.
0: Which I 100% feel like I did. I mean... I caught some flack at the at my job for having a podcast. And people kind of made fun of me a little bit about it, which is not wrong for them to make fun of me about it, you know. Uh, it, but at the same time, it's kind of like I was putting myself out there and trying something new.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, that in itself, I think it's hard for a lot of people to even do a podcast because you are putting yourself out there. That's a very vulnerable spot. Mm-hmm. And I think now for the new format you're putting yourself out there even more
0: in a different way though,
1: in a different way. So I think it's a, it's a good thing. Like, All
0: this to say, I think the new format still holds, um, an interview format, like,
1: Oh yeah. Cause well,
0: Andrew, I want Andrew to come on the new show.
1: The idea is that it's just going to be a little bit more flexible and open. Right. That's, I think what I'm getting at. It's not, not that you were ever doing a rigid interview. But that's just what I guess I'm trying to say, is that it's a little bit more flexible. The conversations may be a bit more open-ended, and some episodes may have interviews, some may not. Some may have some just friends sit in and hang out with us, some, some may might not. might just be
0: me and you, yeah. or us.
1: Yeah, it's just more of an open...
0: Oh. grammatically incorrect, right? You and I? Hmm? Well it depends
1: on when you say it.
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: you and I is not always correct, people. Sometimes you and me is the correct form, depending if it's well, in the object or me, subject position.
0: I think I said me and you. Me and you. I put myself in the first, right? Isn't it?
1: Well, always... me and me and you again can be a phrase that can be used. People just don't seem to realize that it depends on where you use it in the sentence.
0: So Shannon is a linguist, so that's Studying, gonna, to, studying be English, to be yeah. a linguist. But that's going to be part of the concept is kind of Shannon pursuing her scholastic journey <laughs> with me, who is pretty much the exact opposite of a scholastic individual.
1: Maybe on paper, but you're still... On paper, but that's yeah.
0: all that really matters, right? In the scholastic world.
1: That's a lot of it.
0: It's most of it. It's all of it. It's yeah. <laughs> It's 100% all of it. But anyway, all that to say, the format might shift around it's going to be an open format part of the concept of the d program is that it's it's not necessarily programmed it's not necessarily going to be the super formal cookie cutter exact exact same episode every single time you get an episode so all that to say um, some of the episodes that shannon was on that did not get um, (laughs) aired Hopefully, will be re-recorded, or maybe those original episodes will be edited down and released. You know, maybe the, someday. Maybe someday.
1: I'm not salty at all. Salty. Salty. Mad. Not mad.
0: Sometimes you can say. I see. I always thought the term "salty" was like seasoned, <laughs> like a like a salty old. Am I dog. seasoned? You know, like a salty oh. old do- like a. Uh, it was like a sailor term. Yeah, because that makes like,
1: sense. I've always thought of it, I think, in a newer sense. It's like, oh, you're salty.
0: Well, see, like, like on the fire department, like being a salty hoseman or like salty firefighter means that you like been there for a long time. Hmm. But. Words change. Words change. Meanings change. Stuff shifts around. I guess the culture that you're referring to it in maybe matters to a degree. Anyway. This is the end of the Pain Handle Primate podcast, so we should... What o-
1: was this podcast even about?
0: The end of the podcast. <laughs> and it should be kind of rambly, out of respect.
1: Out of it re- yes. Paying our respects to the Pain Handle
0: Primate podcast. I've had some great guests on.
1: Oh, I think you did a very good job. I really do. Like, I think that you successfully made a podcast, had guests on, met a lot of people, and got really good compliments
0: engagement
1: yeah engagement so i don't think it i mean by by no means was it was a was it a failure you did great things i think it's just time to evolve
0: mm-hmm. to grow I'm, yeah i'm like a, a cicada
1: who has just yes. come out of
0: the ground and is holding onto the tree and is busting out of his larva state
1: <laughs> exactly what i was thinking
0: i'm about to fly
1: yeah, you so, beautiful cicada.
0: Beautiful cicada. Uh, so let's see. What all have we? What all do we still need to cover on this?
1: I don't know. Since this was completely impromptu, it was.
0: We were actually at first. Shannon was talking talking some J uh, some junk, and she was saying, "Let's record the first episode of the D program."
1: Well, Dexter just said, "I don't know when we'll ever record." I don't know when we're supposed to do this. When are we supposed to fit it into our busy schedules? And I said, "Well, right now."
0: And so we did. we're doing it right now. It's super <laughs> impromptu. Literally, the first time I've ever actually set up the gear. I'm actually very impressed with it. I'm happy. Yeah, this
1: is kind of even like a, just a test recording too for the new podcast. For the new podcast. Yeah. Uh,
0: which, I mean, is good. It's a good. It's a good way. Uh, tomorrow, I'm gonna have to pull this the card out of the the new recorder put into my computer.
1: Ooh, exciting.
0: Ooh, it is pretty exciting. And, and this is, has always, and it's weird, the things that you dream of, you know? I think that's part of not being um, part of the 1% is you have these limitations. Like $400 is a limitation for us uh, that... Some people may say, well, I want to start a podcast. And they go and drop a $1,000 on gear, you know, and have exactly what they want right off the bat.
1: Yeah, when you have four people living on one paycheck, you kind of have to be very selective with how you spend your money.
0: Right. And so a dream of mine has always been each person having their own mic, each person having their own headset. You know, it, it always like... That felt like really doing a podcast to me, and now we have are we it. doing it, babe? I think we're doing it. We're I'm finally Wait. doing it with the last episode of the Penhale Primate Podcast. I'm finally having dreams pod- do come true. The, bad, the podcast of my dream, you know. Uh, is this
1: it, the podcast of your dreams?
0: This episode? Yeah, that'd no. be kind of sad. No, this this episode is nowhere close to the podcast. <laughs> of my dreams have bigger dreams I'll have bigger dreams but as far as the setup goes I'm pretty happy with it you know and uh for a quick trip to uh B&J guitar in Amarillo used uh guitar shop used music shop as well as they've got megalodon teeth fossilized teeth in there they've got some like gems and shit it's super cool um If you're in Amarillo, go check them out. Super cool. And then a quick trip to Guitar Center. Uh, I guess one afternoon, I had all the equipment that we're currently using. The air conditioner just kicked on.
1: Yeah, is that okay? Which
0: is not as detrimental in these mics as it was in the old mic. Do you remember when the air conditioner would kick on in the old mic? It would destroy the episode.
1: Really? No, I never listened. You never
0: Oh, this is it, folks. This is this is my life. My I life.
1: live with you.
0: I know. I've had so many people say. I that live to in me. the Dexter podcast. They say I can't listen to your podcast because I get it firsthand. Uh, that comes from another guest who never got aired. <laughs> we can Talking only hope you, that Wade. we
1: can have future guests on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I maybe burned too many bridges, um, but. I I actually had a great time with the Panel Primate Podcast. It was a lot of fun. It was a great experiment. That's well, how it was would, a
1: good learning, yeah, learning experiment. Yeah, it was
0: an experiment, and the whole point of it from the get go, and that it was the hardest thing to explain to somebody when somebody would say, well, "What is your podcast about?" My podcast, in earnest, was a podcast to inspire other people to start their own podcasts. I mean, from the get-go, it was like, man, this internet thing, this—we currently live in an age of maybe that other generations couldn't have even dreamed of, where peasants have voice.
1: Yeah, the type of resources we have are incredible. Right. And we kind of joked earlier about everyone has a podcast nowadays, but why not? I mean— why not?
0: Right. And I think that's the beauty. It there is probably a why not. <laughs> Have you ever watched Exit Through the Gift Shop, the documentary? No, I haven't. So it's a Banksy documentary and it's a beautiful thing. I think the whole thing is a joke. The whole documentary I think is actually staged possibly it's like maybe performance art in itself. But at the very end of the documentary essentially um uh, I think his name is Mr. Brainwash or Dr. Brainwash or something. He um, essentially does his own art show and it's all joke art, basically. It's mass-produced art that's made to look like it's graffiti art. And he sells it and he basically dupes all these people and you get to see it in the documentary, all these people that walk in and they're like, oh yeah, this guy is the shit. Like, this art is so good and progressive and edgy and then you actually in the documentary get to see the process of him making the art and it's all a joke you know this guy's just copying what he thought art was and there's a guy who's supposed to be Banksy I don't necessarily know if it is Banksy but he's blacked out and he's you know his voice is disguised and he makes this comment at the end and he says you know I used to tell everybody that they should do art. And I don't say that. Anymore. <laughs> you know. Yeah. After he realizes that not everybody should do art. Well
1: after I asked that question of like why not. I was kind of answering in my own head. Like I guess. I mean. There are definitely reasons people should not have a podcast. And I I also think. First of all. Never just trust someone because they have a podcast. And two. If you have a podcast, don't think that your opinion is, matters any more than anyone else's just because you have a podcast. Right. I think other than that, if you would have a podcast for fun, go for it. Mm-hmm. To me, those are the biggest problems is when like, someone has a podcast and all of a sudden, like, oh, well, we think our opinion now matters more. because yeah. We're talking into a microphone, right. so people should listen to us. It's
0: almost like the uh, delusion of fame. It's like you start you start getting all these like famous people who start giving all their political thoughts. Yeah, and they start saying all this like form
1: your own opinions, do your own research.
0: Right, form your own opinions, do your own research.
1: Hopefully, in our new podcast, we can guide you to some cool research and help you formulate opinions. But no, don't don't form any opinion based off of anyone else's opinion, which is crazy. Or solely be- off of anyone because else's opinion. I think.
0: What's, what's so interesting is po- like both the explosion of social media and the demonization of social media. We are now living in a post-Trump era of the world. And I think what, what is beautiful about the Trump era is that it destroyed all illusions of formality and sacredness Right, like nobody like looks at Congress anymore and thinks, "Wow, that thing's sacred." I don't think maybe some people well, some people some people do do feel and if that. you do feel that way, you should really start listening to the D program because we'll, we'll work on you. Because <laughs> but <you're> don't an, <laughs> don't blindly listen because to you're our an opinions. idiot. <laughs> I mean, don't. Uh,
1: Dexter may feel differently. I don't want to tell him what to think. However, I. I do want you to encourage... You don't want to tell
0: anybody to think or what, what to, to think. think.
1: What right. to, I, I do. I, I, I think my main goal is just to get people to think. That's all.
0: You don't think that. Your main goal is to get people to think.
1: Yes. Did I ramble it all together?
0: You said, I think my main goal is. Okay. Your main goal is. Yes. Right. My and main
1: that, goal is to get people to think.
0: That's really what... That's what my main goal is as well, is it's not to tell anybody what to think or to maybe uh, encourage people to think in a certain direction, which is just for themselves. I want everybody to think for themselves and not necessarily have like a group think.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people can even benefit from just Thought experiments. Mm -hmm. I feel like I do that a lot where I just, okay, well, what if? Let me just think through these different circumstances, scenarios, whatever. Have kind of a thought experiment to see if that changes my thought at all or what I can learn about that. Mm -hmm. So even if we talk about things that people disagree with, that's fine. So like what, what is it that you do disagree with and why? And if you do disagree, then hopefully our conversations will only... Either encourage you to do more research or solidify why you think the way you think. And both are good.
0: And let me say this. Tomorrow at work, before I post this podcast, I'm going to switch my Twitter name to The D Program. And I'm going to start a Reddit page called The D Program. And part of what I'm really wanting with this next podcast is an interactive group. Even if it's just 25 people. uh, I want an interactive group where you, you, the listener, can comment to what we're saying. Against what we're saying or for what we're saying. Or have a nuanced thought that maybe we are not thinking.
1: Yeah, I don't know if this is something you want to go into on this podcast or wait until the new podcast. But... The goal is just to start conversation. Mm-hmm. That's it. So agree, disagree, have something to add, whatever it is. Those are all good things. We, like I said, we're not trying to convince anyone of anything or tell you what to think. Are you with us? Debate with us. Teach us something. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like we encourage that.
0: And that—that's what's interesting. Is it might not even be an argument. It might just be a learning.
1: Yeah. If Moment. we didn't realize something or there's something we don't know, please tell us because mm-hmm. I would like to learn.
0: So, and that I think that's what's interesting about the internet age. And it's one of the things that I wanted to explore in the Panel Primate podcast. And now I think, especially in post Trump America, post Trump world, maybe. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank you for that. The burp into yeah. the mic. That's what, that's why I really bought it. Like, I wanted the mic to ca- capture every mouth noise.
1: We may not have any listeners. Ew, do not. I sure hope you edit that out or else nobody no, will continue that listening. That was right
0: in their ears. If they're here to this point, they're going to be here to the end. All that to say is I think in post-Trump America, post-Trump world, uh, inter- the internet changed. The meaning of the internet. We are now post-GameStop. gamestop uh, we're post uh January sixth we're we're post
1: we're we're currently in coronavirus we're
0: yeah still mm-hmm.
1: a, a year, year into it a yeah. year
0: later year into quarantine uh quotes quarantine uh we're still existing in this new world that is in my opinion the establishment's dying grip like lose they're losing their grip and right before you lose your grip you grab on the hardest you know you dig your fingers in you're ripping off your fingernails right and that's where they're at
1: yeah and i think it's interesting i didn't necessarily think of those things when we were discussing like
0: transitioning
1: out of the old podcast but in a way i feel like there's been enough that has happened since you started the pain handle primate podcast that kind of requires a shift right we're not living in the same era i'm or same uh, with the same thoughts
0: maybe we're in a different paradigm
1: yeah there's a word i'm looking for and i'm not quite sure i found it yet yeah but yeah i mean the panhandle primate podcast like dexter was saying was four years ago over well yeah i mean right probably probably close to four years ago maybe a little bit over yeah A lot has happened since four Mm -hmm. years. And it almost does feel weird now if we just continued on as though nothing has changed. And I think things have changed and we want to talk about those things. And not that that's all we'll be talking about, but I would like to at least acknowledge that things have changed.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, things have definitely changed. And all that to say that the... I started the podcast originally because I wasn't, I was excited about the internet. Granted, I'm not a super tech savvy person. I'm not like, you know. Or just
1: the accessibility of the internet. Right.
0: That's what I'm saying is the accessibility of broadcasts. right? Beforehand, you had to be on the radio or on TV or on a network or uh, people have referred to them as gatekeepers. You had to get through. You had to um, have the correct credentials to, to, to broadcast. And that's not true. And that's what I wanted to show with the Panel Primate Podcast was that these gatekeepers are gone. They are bypassed. We, you now have the ability to send your voice to anywhere in the world who chooses to tap in and listen if they know it's there, you know? Now, granted, there's also an um, inundation of voices.
1: Yeah, it's like a, it's a good and bad thing.
0: Yeah. So Voices
1: can be heard, but now we have tons and tons and tons of voices being heard. Mm-hmm. So now it's just the consumer's the- job to kind of cipher through them and figure out which ones they want to hear.
0: Right. And so... Really what the goal of the next podcast is, is not necessarily numbers, but engagement is how I would say. Yeah. I, I really want to have a podcast where I'm putting it out and then on Reddit and the the subreddit, the D program. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to start a Facebook group for it because I never have had any success on Facebook.
1: I think Reddit is a great... Mm -hmm. sub for maybe
0: um clubhouse i am on clubhouse now i've been listening on but i haven't taken the stage on any um i did listen to into a what i and it is it pathetic that i screenshotted it but i was in on uh tim Dillon and joe rogan started a room right after they had a podcast and one of their first people that was like brought up on stage was eric weinstein uh, Weinstein I don't know how to pronounce that I mean I think it's it goes back and forth I've heard it before it's like Einstein so it's Weinstein one of my favorite podcasters anyway them three were up on the stage and then there was an entire room of like 2,000 people I think is what they said and I went ahead and screenshotted that image because Clubhouse is brand new uh, to the world Uh, I just got added on it like two weeks ago, never been up on stage. But hopefully we can exploit that new app and have some listeners. Maybe we'll do some Clubhouse conversations where we'll bring people up and have conversations in the moment live. Those won't be recorded or like re-released or whatever. But I do think that there's this opportunity and this uh, necessity, obligation, uh, I'm not exactly sure what the term is, but we are required to uh, begin conversations through different means if we are going to re- if we're going to survive this next century.
1: Well, and that's just how progression happens.
0: Yeah, we're in people a new, talk. People a have to
1: talk and communicate and connect.
0: Mm-hmm. So, all that to say, I think. The Painting on Primate podcast has run its course, and it was a beautiful thing, and it was fun. Uh, it had its ups and za- ups and downs. I think of the life of my young baby. He's not a little baby anymore. He's a full-grown...
1: Toddler? <laughs> he's, a full-grown <laughs> he's not even toddler. a toddler anymore.
0: Yeah, and now he's a little boy. Yeah, you kid. Know? He's a kid, and he is explaining the world to me almost every time i see him he is he's uh even though i'm not sure he's grasped anything that i haven't already known but in his mind i don't know it and that's a new thing to see a being that you literally i've i saw him take his first breath and now he's and
1: now he's trying to tell you how to do things yeah now he's cuz you don't know
0: he's using that breath to explain to me the yeah. world which is a beautiful thing. In that time, that's how old the podcast is. Uh, And it's, when I view it that way, it makes sense to me that it's maybe an old man in the technological sense uh, that needs to be laid to rest. And it's a good, it's (laughs) dramatic maybe, but it's a good thing. And I'm excited about this next pro, like project can i say that is it a project i think it's going to be fun
1: yeah well i just wanted to add because i feel like most of what we have been talking about is maybe more serious we were just talking about like everything that's happened recently just events and how we want to start conversation and connect which i mean not that we're going to shy away from being serious but it's also supposed to be a fun podcast. Yeah. I just want people to know that I, we, it's not going to be as serious as maybe we're making it out to be. Yeah. it's Not I, that it won't be, but it might not be. Well. Depending on the episode.
0: Yeah. I do want people to know that the goal is to be entertaining and not downer. You know, like I'm actually very optimistic about this. Yeah,
1: we're not just going to sit and talk about the end of the world. No.
0: Yeah, I'm actually... I actually feel like I'm going to thrive in the end of the world. You know? Like, maybe that was what I was born for. you The know? end of the world? Well, not the end. It. I don't... I think every society focuses on the end of, quote...
1: The world. The
0: world, right? And the problem is, it's their world. Not the world. And... You know we're in the the Western world, especially focused so heavily on uh, apocalypse. That's we have a genre called. Dystopian. It cycles through history, though. It does, right? Yeah. Every, I mean, how many people have predicted that they know when the world is going to end?
1: Well, but it's also like the genre apocalypse.
0: It's well, yeah, they literally revelations was written in a genre.
1: True. I just meant that like our interest in the genre. I'm not talking thousands of years ago, I'm meaning like
0: Currently, in current history. Like zombie apocalypse. Yeah.
1: Um it aligns with some sort of like um
0: cultural shift.
1: Yeah, like shift or just um worry, anxiety, mm. maybe cultural anxiety then we turn to apocalypse genre to like help us cope cope yeah so it's kind of an interesting thing it's an thing
0: expression that, of an anxiety almost yeah
1: that we can like uh, watch it and live through it mm-hmm. in a in a mm. sense
0: it's almost cathartic
1: yeah but it's like i said it it um i'd have to go look up that research but there there are people who have studied that, that like we as a society, become interested in apocalypse genre things during certain times of history mm-hmm. when things have happened.
0: Right, with the like the zombie, specifically the zombie apocalypse. Like, you had the Night of the Living Dead. All that like went through in what like the sixties and seventies, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'd the have to, to look that, that up. But yeah. it it resurged. Yeah. In the two thousands, with like. I really want to say like the Walking Dead comic book came out and then, but there was also the, uh, like Zombieland. Uh, I remember I was probably, it was probably, I'm going to guess 2010 when Zombieland came out because I remember trying to watch it up at the fire station and all the guys dogging on me. Uh, one of the chiefs at the time.
1: Real quick, Night of the Living Dead, um was
0: 1968. 1968. So, yes, 60s. okay, so 60s into the 70s. That was the beginning of the zombie movies, and there was like a whole string of uh, the zombie movies. And then it resurged, I think in 2000, probably 9 or 10 with Zombieland, and then The Walking Dead, and then all this, you know, there was just zombie, the Day of the Dead came again. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they remake, remake some of them, but yeah, it resurged with, I think there was like an economic, um, I don't know if it's the bull market. What's the, what's the opposite of a bull market? A
1: bear market. Bear
0: market, right? Whenever the market's depressed.
1: Yeah, it's going down.
0: And everybody's scared because the world's going to end financially, right? I'm not going to be able to go on ski trips anymore. I'm not going to be able to have my, my house in Tahoe or whatever, (laughs) Uh, we don't have a house in talk. What is it. our point? All this to say that there has been a shift. What I don't know. Where did we go? We went off we went off the rails there for a second. In in honor of the Payne Primate podcast.
1: So in conclusion. In
0: conclusion. <laughs>
1: Listen to our new show, because yeah, it will be to... both serious and fun at the same time. That's
0: what we were saying, <laughs> is that it's not going to be all oh, Debbie Downer. But then
1: you said that you oh, are I'm made a... for the apocalypse. That's what I was
0: saying, yeah. Like, I really think I'll do well in a also, zombie apocalypse.
1: Also, let me just note that because this was an impromptu recording session we were completely unprepared and all future recording sessions will be more prepared. Yes.
0: Yeah. We literally do
1: not take this as the example of the new show. I was
0: actually kind of setting up the equipment out of spite. Oh, I love you too. I know. (laughs) I mean, that's how you inspire me is through spite. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever gets the job done. Whatever gets the job done. Anyway, we'll, we'll wrap this up. Thank you. For listening to the Panhandle Primate Podcast. If anyone
1: did. If you did. If you did. Please say something so we know you're out there. Yeah,
0: thank you for the support. Um,
1: Or else we're just two people in our living room talking in a microphone.
0: Well, regardless, we're two people (laughs) in our living room talking. It
1: makes it a lot more cool if somebody's on the other end.
0: Yeah, hopefully uh, more than just the NSA and the FBI (laughs) are listening to us. Because you know they're listening to you. Facebook's listening to you.
1: All right, they're goodbye. Awesome.
0: Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Please jump over and support the, uh, the D program. You'll be able to follow my... If you're listening to this, then you probably already follow my social media and you'll see the posts. Uh, Will It'll be very obvious. You'll probably be annoyed by the posts. Honestly here. Let me run through this. uh This recorder does have a couple of uh Features and, and these, then are we gonna be done? Yeah, these are okay. preloaded, but I wanted to go ahead and run through these Let's see Maybe not Ooh, cool. It's not doing anything Huh, oh wait
1: Oh, there we go.
0: <laughs> I didn't have it turned up. See? And then we got the. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that was weird. We got some applause. I don't know how to turn that off. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Goodbye. Hey, we're going <laughs> I'm sure it's going to turn off here in a second. <laughs> anyway, thank you. For, thank you for listening to the Panel Primary Podcast. We'll see you next
1: time. We'll see
0: you next. Well, we won't see you next time on this podcast, but figuratively. Figuratively, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.